Uh, there's the music you typically hear, typically hear it on Mondays on WTMJ 1035. Dave Spano joining joining us, president and CEO of Annex Wealth Management. Dave, thanks for being so patient. Yeah, no, that's uh, glad to talk to you. Thanks for having me on. All right, so one of the things that I've gleaned from your newsletter, Axiom, is that uh, inflation is still around. I mean, we've we've gone back and forth, you and I have, and, and, and Sandy as well, on some of the challenges of inflation when it comes to how everything's performing, markets, our economy, manufacturing, other sectors, other industries. So given the impact of inflation, how do you assess where we're at right now? Well, you know, we talked about inflation that, you know, there was there was too loose uh, of money, too loose of monetary policy and fiscal policy that did create this. Now, there's no question that uh, a part of the issue, obviously, was COVID and so many people were at home and buying goods while they were stuck at home. And that certainly was a mismatch between the supply that was out there. We agree to that. Now, how do you undo that? Well, some of this stuff has become structural, and there's two, piece of, two pieces of this inflation method that have become structural or stuck. And those, number one, is this mismatch of those people who are looking for jobs and those jobs that are available, and it continues to be in the millions of people that are still underemployed. And so you look at there and go, where do we go from, from this point? Well, this continues to happen, and you could argue that it is structural, that it's a demographic issue, that's a lack of a, of a cohesive immigration policy. It is the fact that COVID caused maybe a lot of people to, to not want to return. And so that becomes structural. So I'm not sure the Federal Reserve has all of the tools they need to solve that problem. You know, raising interest rates is not going to change demographics. It's not going to have come up with a cohesive immigration plan and so on. So the fact is inflation is going to become more anchored or sticky. And what this means and all of that and all of saying all of that, Steve, what that means is that interest rates are likely to stay higher for longer. If not Fed policy, then, that fix some of these things, what are the ways that we can fix this? Other ways. Yeah, well, I mean, for, for, I mean, they named a couple of them. Have an immigration policy that makes sense. And I'm not just talking about the southern border. Obviously, that, that's a mess down there. But have a policy that is in place. But, you know, there's, there's folks in, in Eastern uh, Europe, for example. But have something in place or the visa program where we can bring people over and, and train them. I had a, a really great experience uh, yesterday at, uh, we toured Komatsu. What an incredible plant that is. But the fact is, how are we doing this? They are going out to local universities and local schools and high schools and training people uh, in jobs that they need right away. And so that is that a, a job training program is a way to close that gap. And so you look at the companies and say, we not only need a training program, perhaps we need a retraining program. We need an education program. So all of this is putting pressure on employers as well as employees. So it's not a silver bullet, but I mean, there's certainly a, the training, there's immigration, there's education. All of this is a very big issue. The Federal Reserve can't do this by themselves. Dave, with this being the one-year anniversary of President Biden signing the Inflation Reduction Act, is inflation lower today than it was on August 16th, 2022? Yeah, and I think there's a conflate, uh, some conflated uh, arguments there. Number one, and I'm not questioning the question, I'm saying that that is a misnomer. The Inflation Reduction Act 
was not built to, to lower inflation. Is inflation lower? I'm going to answer this in two parts. Is inflation lower today? It is. It was 9% 12 months ago. It is around 3 to 4% today. Is it because of the Inflation Reduction Act? No. And so that, you know, I'm sure that we're going to hear from the president, and he's going to take credit for it. And this is not a political argument, Sandy. I'm just saying most economists did say when the plan, when the plan came out, including many Democrats, that it was a misnomer, that the Inflation Reduction Act didn't do that. But inflation is lower because of goods and supplies have equaled up in a much better way than they were. It has the right title. <laughs> you understand why <laughs> it, I would ask. <laughs> yeah, but, but, but I mean, if you go back, Sandy, and, and you go back and look, and you'll, you're going to find a lot of economists and Democrats who said it was a misnomer. So, uh, but, you know, th did it work out? It was a, a, a brilliant stroke of political genius to say, yeah, let's call it the Inflation Reduction Act when we know inflation's going down because the goods, are, the goods and services are going to equal out. Sure. But uh, I, you know, I can argue that it didn't. It's not what the, the reason why. The reason why it's starting to slow down is because an equalization of supply and demand, and of course, the Federal Reserve raising interest rates eleven times in the last thirteen months. Will they raise them again? I hope not. <laughs> uh, you know, I hope not. But uh, you know, right now it's it's a it's a small chance that they're going to do that in September. August has uh, a meeting that they have in Jackson Hole, Wyoming. We're going to get a lot of data out of that. We'll see if Powell uh, gives us anything. I doubt that he will. He wants to keep his powder dry. But we're going to see some numbers. We had a, hot, we had a hotter than expected report the other day from the CPI. But the big news, of course, and the reason why we've seen the market pull back for a number of days in a row is that the 10-year Treasury market started to rally and what I mean by that, I'm sorry, that interest rates started to go up. And that is because the auction they have, so, you know, the federal government, they have an auction. They auction off these bonds, and it didn't go well, so interest rates went up. And that has, it has an effect across stocks and bonds and real estate and all valuation models. Dave Spano from Annex Wealth Management joining us on WTMJ Now. One of the things you always told me to look at is earnings. In the case of one company, Target's uh, beating consens consensus made some changes um, that a indication that things for retailers may be looking up? Well, uh, I don't know. I think you could say that Target was off target, really. I mean, if you look at it and you can look at the big box, big box retailers, the company slashed both its full-year sales and its profit, profit expectations. So I could argue, Steve, that, that it wasn't as good as we expected. And, you know, there's they have a CEO, and the CEOs talk often, uh, after the announcements came out, and, and Brian Cornell said he thinks that traffic is down. Traffic has been down throughout the stores, and he expects that to continue in the second half of the year for two reasons he pointed out. One was the student loan payments will kick back in, which will take some capital out of the market. And the second is the higher interest rates and the fact that the Fed's trying to slow down demand. Uh, and so that could have that could have an effect across all of the big box and all of uh, all other retailers. So we're going to watch that closely. But, uh, you know, I think Target was a bit off 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 target and their guidance showed that. And Dave, when you say traffic, do you mean in-person traffic at brick and mortar yes. stores? Yeah, gotcha. both, both, both in person and online, and you know, you, you go and see what's happening in some of these stores, and so it is down. And of course, you, you know, again, I'm trying to stay away from the political argument, but you can see what's happening in places like San Francisco when they're closing stores because of loss uh, of, of losses that they're having. That hurts their traffic, and that came right out in their economic report. And that's the reason why I bring it up is that they're saying that there's the loss leaders that they're having, and the losses that they're having from thefts is hurting their sales. 
Yeah, not just Target, but many, many retailers facing that same exactly. dilemma. Exactly. Um, I know you said exactly. you want to you generally stay pretty... Uh, not specific on politics, but one has to Literally ask. Agnostic. I have to be, Steve. Agnostic. I'll leave that job to you. But you know, when it comes to politics, people are trying. Doesn't matter if Republican, Democratic, or Independent. They want to go from point A to point B. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Yeah, but I guess my my general question is: given the the swirl of news about the former president. Does any of that creep into some of these financial planning decisions, or sure. is it just the uncertainty of, of politics in general? Yeah, it's, well, it's certainly on the uncertainty, but the bigger picture, of course, is if, you know, the U.S. dollar is the world's currency. And when the U.S. dollar begins to weaken and interest rates on the 10-year Treasury go up, or Fitch, for example, you know, we talked about their downgrade of uh, the United States Treasury. Are you kidding me? The AAA, the most secure investment in the world, has been downgraded. Part of this is because of the political mess that we're in, and it seems to be that the circus is coming back to town and that not only on both sides of the aisle. So that uncertainty has an effect on the dollar, which has an effect on every country in the world. You know, it talks about commodity prices. It talks about when we, do, when we raise interest rates, smaller third-world countries have got to do the same or their currency gets devalued. So they look at the political infrastructure here in the United States, and it absolutely has an effect on economics. Dave Spano, President and CEO of Annex Wealth Management. Great resource. I'll give it out. AnnexWealth.com. Dave, special Wednesday edition, but just as good as the Monday version. <laughs> yeah, it was fun. Thanks for having us, and uh, we'll talk to you on Monday. All right. Dave Spano from Annex Wealth Management. I'm not kidding. AnnexWealth.com. Just to see what's out there when it comes to your finances and your plan, which is probably the most important piece of all that. AnnexWealth.com.